0: You're listening to the Stay Open to the Possibility podcast with your host, Megan McAvoy-Mattei, where we discuss all things mindset and manifestation for you high achievers who are ready to create the life, business, relationship, and health of your dreams. No matter where you are in your life, you do still get to have it all. It's never too late as long as you stay open to the possibility that that dream can come true for you. That is what I'm here to help you do. What a cool topic we have to talk about today. We are going to be talking today about divine timing. What exactly is divine timing? What does that mean? Why is it important when it comes to manifestation and how do you more successfully work with divine timing so that it can do powerful, amazing, life-changing things for you, right? So that you can manifest what currently seems impossible so that you can achieve goals and dreams that, you know, are really important to you and really valuable to you. A lot of times when it comes to mindset and manifestation, at least for me, and I've been studying this for 20 years, I have been coaching clients on this, you know, for 10 years, and a lot of times it feels like it's hard to do it all on our own, right? Like how are we going to achieve the impossible all on our own, especially for those of us who have Really full lives. Like, as an example for me, I am a mom. And right now, I happen to be a full time mom and also an entrepreneur. And we just moved house. And so there's just a lot on my plate. And I know sometimes I'll take a step back and be like, how? How am I going to accomplish all of these goals and these dreams that I have for myself? Because there is only so much time in the day. Do you ever find yourself saying that where you're like, there is only so much time in the day. And because of that, we feel like everything needs to work out in this logical, perfect progression of an order. And this is where divine timing and the whole idea of seasons is so incredibly important. So let's talk about what exactly is divine timing. What does that mean? What divine timing means is that we have what's called chronos time, right? Which is chronological time. The Greeks created it genius, right? I don't even know how long ago. I'm not going to get into a history lesson here. But the idea of having chronological time, right? The idea of linear progression of time. So like, you know, we have 365 days in a year. We have seven days in a week. We have 24 hours in a day. We have 60 seconds in a minute. You, you understand, Right? And so that would be what's called chronos time. And so the chronological time in which we govern our day to day, you know, you set appointments by it, you wake up by it, you go to sleep by it, you eat your meals by it, you probably take your shower by it, you work by it. Right? It creates that structure and that cohesion and really also that that clarity within our life, within our business, within our relationships, our family structure, all the things. Like in a lot of ways, I feel as though we actually really need that chronological time in order to get done what we want to get done. Right? Like, you know, you have a meeting at nine a.m. So that means that you need to make sure that you prep for it by whatever time. You know you need to pick up your kid at 3 p.m. So that means that you need to be finished whatever you're doing by this time. You know that you set goals sometimes in the concept of this month or this week or this year I want to accomplish xyz. How many people when New Year's Eve rolls around, right, December 31st (laughs) rolls around and they say this coming year is going to be my year. And so they use that as a sort of time in their life to say okay this is when we set new intentions this is when we set new goals this is when we decide that we're going to become this better version of ourselves so that all exists within chronological time and allows us to work away at the goals that we have you might also notice if you don't accomplish something by a certain period of time uh, maybe you had a goal that you wanted to accomplish within a month maybe you had a goal that you wanted to accomplish this week or even this year or some people you know Chronological time is also relative to our age where by a certain age we had this expectation that we would be this person, we would do this thing, our life would look this way. And so what we do is we tie a lot of our hopes and our dreams and our expectations to this chronological time that we have in our life. It gives us too I think this sense of direction, it gives us the sense of clarity, it gives us something that we can anchor into And it also gives us something a lot of times that we can try to control, right? And so one of the things I know for me in the entrepreneurial space and a lot of the people I know who are also successful in their businesses, in their life, in their health, in their relationship, right, all areas of life, it comes from... And taking massive ownership and control of your time. And so, when we get to this place where we're used to controlling our time, and so like we'll time block this time of day to say, hey, you know, this is when we're going to make sure that we wake up and we do our mindset work. This is when we're going to make sure that we wake up and we exercise. This is when we're going to eat. This is when we're going to hold our meetings. This is when we're going to record content or create podcasts or whatever. So, we seek to have a certain level of control over that time. Now, what happens when it comes to manifestation and amazing goals and their trajectory of your life is this thing called divine timing, right? This this thing that we cannot control. It's not linear. It's not chronological it doesn't always necessarily make sense and so when you think about what is divine you think about like the supernatural you think about I always say it this way whether for me it's God Uh, for some of you it might be you know the universe it might be divine source whatever you connect to in that way knowing that you know, God is all loving, all knowing, all powerful and helps you and is here to to help you and support you. He's an all loving and supportive God. The universe, same thing. We we have beliefs and rules of the universe where we know the universe is an abundant, generous universe that is going to support us towards accomplishing what it is that we desire and also what is meant for us, right? Like I always say, if something has been put on your heart, If something has been put into your being as a belief that you get to achieve that in your life, that that gets to be a dream that you get to fulfill, then it means that it's meant for you. And whatever is meant for you, you are meant to receive. So what happens is divine timing is this piece of timing that we cannot control And so like the time blocking I was talking about or like having definitive goals of this needs to happen by this date or by this age, I want to accomplish X, Y, Z, or if I make this move, then this outcome needs to happen in order for me to get where I want to go. And it's linear and it's logical. Divine timing doesn't work like that divine timing a lot of times will feel like it's something that's testing us a lot of times when divine timing in my experience and this is what i'm going to teach from right feels like it is not sending us towards what the outcome is that we would like to have it feels like things are not working on the chronological timeline that they're supposed to work on in order for every outcome that i desire to manifest and so let me give you a couple of examples of that so i had a con that I owned back east. So I grew up in, in Massachusetts. The condo happened to be in in Rhode Island, and I lived there my whole life. And I wanted for probably ten years to move cross-country. I wanted to move away from Massachusetts for a whole host of reasons that I won't get into. I bought this condo. It was October 17th of 2008. I remember the date, right? I was 25 years old, so proud of myself, Little Miss Independent, and three weeks later, on November 12th, 2008, there was a huge uh, stock market correction. Some of you might remember 2008 when the economy just kind of like fell apart, and I lost my job. And so for me, it was like... (sighs) that timing was was not good right that timing by all intenses of like who i was trying to be in my life what i was trying to accomplish i was trying to be that person who like went to college check the box got the house at 25 check the box started building wealth the way that you know you're kind of taught to you get a job you go to college and then you climb the corporate ladder And boom, I got laid off. And all of a sudden, I was in this position where I was like, I have no idea how I'm going to pay my mortgage. Never mind. Put food on the table. Now, in that moment, when you're looking at chronological timelines and trying to control your outcomes and trying to control your time such that everything's going to work towards who you desire to be and what you desire to accomplish, it'd be so easy in that moment. And listen, I will tell you in that moment that I struggled with this on a massive level, right? I didn't understand... How important the pieces were that God was putting together behind the scenes for me. The stuff that I couldn't control, which I'm going to get to. But thank God that happened, right? It's one of those situations that I look back and in the time and in the moment, it felt so hard and it felt so challenging and it felt like things weren't working out for me and it felt scary and overwhelming and I was having anxiety attacks. I remember walking around my condo, like fanning myself, trying to like, my heart was, you know, pounding. I wasn't sleeping at night. It was, it was just not a good situation and a lot of fear and then what I can tell you now 13 years later is thank God that happened because a lot of us will manifest the exact kick in the ass that we need in order to go after an actual dream or in order to go after a life that's meant for us I'm not meant to be somebody who works in a corporate nine-to-five job I'm not, and ever since that happened, November 12th, 2008, that was the last time that I have ever walked into a nine-to-five job. That is the last time that I have ever had a boss that is not myself, and as a result of that, I now have a lifestyle where I get to work from home, I get to be with my kid, I get to live up here in the Rocky Mountains, something that I didn't think would ever be possible for me because I thought you know, I had to be you know, chained onto a desk and close to... You know, the business and and things like that are close to the corporate office. Now, obviously, in 2020, that changed for a lot of people with everything that happened with, you know, the pandemic and, and being home. But for me, I just didn't see a path or a way to make that happen and that God did see that path. And it wasn't on the timeline. It wasn't on this logical, rational progression that I saw. It was God was putting together pieces that I couldn't see. So now going back to the condo and the fact that I had wanted to move cross-country for years, what ended up happening was that I built this business as a financial advisor for about seven years, right? I had been into finance for even longer than that. But I started building this business because I was never going to have a boss again. And so I built this business and I just kind of felt chained down to it. You start to create residual income. You start to know like you're going to have this repeat guaranteed money. So it was almost like being tied down to a salary again, because you had these guaranteed renewals that were going to be coming in each month. And so that made things a lot easier. Right. And I still had this calling in my heart that I wanted to be something different. I wanted to do something different and it wasn't working out on my timeline. It wasn't working out. It wasn't going fast enough. I was frustrated. I put my condo on the market. When did it finally sell? It was 2014. I put that condo on the market in 2011 for the first time. So I tried to sell that condo. Might have been 2012. Point being, you guys, I tried to sell the condo for three years. For three years, I tried to sell this condo. You know, the one that I bought and it kept me stuck on the East Coast. It Moved me from a nine to five job to being a lifelong entrepreneur. I tried to sell the condo for three years, and for three years it wouldn't sell. And it wasn't that it wasn't a nice condo. It was almost like, do you ever feel in your life as though everything is actually working against you? It's like you feel like you're trying to do everything right, you feel like you're trying to take all the right steps, you feel like You're becoming a victim to your goals and your dreams and when they're supposed to happen by. Then you're sitting back and you're like, why is this happening to me? Why isn't this working out for me? And it sends you down this spiral of self-doubt, of worry, of fear, of being like, maybe that dream. Remember I told you if there's a dream and a vision that's put on your heart, then it's meant for you? It puts you into this place of thinking maybe that dream and that vision and that goal and that life and that you know purpose that I want to fulfill, maybe that's really actually not meant to be true for me, and you go down that really slippery negative spiral of like "I am trying my hardest, and nothing is working out for me and that 's how it felt for three years straight. I would put the condo on the market at the perfect time, usually in the spring, right time chronos time chronological time, usually in the spring is the best time to sell a property, and that's when I would put the house or the condo on the market. And it wouldn't sell and we'd put it on the market. We'd give it a fair shake. We'd give it plenty of time to do what it needed to do and it it just wasn't happening. I remember getting so frustrated. I remember feeling so stuck. I remember just being honestly like somewhat depressed and somewhat just like stuck. Like do I ever get to move forward? Do I ever get to go after the change that I desire? Well, this really interesting thing happened because I wanted love. (laughs) I wanted to manifest the love of my life. And I had been dating a rock star, you know, basically from when I bought the condo to about this time, so six years. And so that was fun and everything. And like that was a divine timing thing too, but a whole different story that's not relevant. And just realizing that was so not the relationship that I wanted. Like, yeah, it was fun to go on tour and like, yeah, he was really cool and whatever, but like, that's just, I wanted to marry the guy who's going to be home. You know, I wanted to marry the guy who, you know, we could have kids together and he could be a great dad and he could be here for me and we could snuggle up every night. And that was just what I wanted. And you're allowed to want what you want. Right. And so I realized that the rockstar relationship just was not fulfilling. It was never going to fulfill what it was that I wanted and I was settling. And so I ended that relationship and sure enough, October, uh, October 2nd, 2014, I met my now husband. We have an amazing daughter. We live in our second dream house together. We have two German shepherds. But I'll tell you right now, I went under contract on that condo either, I think it was literally a week. I'm trying to remember the Kronos time exactly to tell the story, but I think it was literally a week before I met my now husband. And so when I look back on that situation, when I look back on how long that property kept me there and what this thing that felt like a massive weight just some my shoulders, keeping me stuck, not letting me soar, not letting me fly, not letting me fulfill the changes that I wanted to do, it kept me there just long enough to fulfill one of the most important dreams that I had on my heart. And the thing is with divine timing, we don't always know that. We don't always know what the divine timing is doing. And so I want you to think about that in your own life, right? Is there something that you're going after right now that you've got this chronological timeline of how it's supposed to work and how it's supposed to go and what it's supposed to look like and the progression of things that you can control in this linear order that makes a ton of sense. And then there's these things that are happening that are so not in alignment with your timeline and they don't make any sense and they feel like they're holding you back and you feel like they're blocking you from achieving what you want them to achieve. My question and my challenge to you would be is there something a lesson here that you can find is there a possibility that god universe divine source whatever you align to is actually connecting behind the scenes the dots in a way that you can't see yet or that you can't possibly imagine and that it's about to be even better than if things did go on this perfectly logical chronological timeline of which you feel as though you have control So that's what divine timing is. And I'm sure if you were to take a step back right now, which I think would be so helpful, you could see in your own life, are there ways that divine timing has played out for you? Ways that it felt like things weren't working out. Ways it felt like you were being challenged or you were being tested or you were so frustrated and it actually worked out better than you ever could have imagined possible. Why is divine timing so important? That's the next thing I want to talk about. So we obviously have goals and we obviously have dreams and I think it is important to have those on a chronological timeline. I think it is important to bookend our goals and dreams with I want to accomplish XYZ by this date, right? Because it gives us something to shoot towards. It gives us that structure. It gives us that discipline. It gives us that forward movement in which... We have that clarity and we have expectations that we can hold ourselves to, right? Like, I expect to accomplish this goal by this time. That's a positive thing. The reality is is that whenever we're manifesting, we're not doing that on our own. You are always, whether you like it or not, a co-creator in this process with God universe, right? Right? And so if you are a co-creator in this process, is it possible that you're trying to do everything exactly on your own and yet instead of being the sole creator in that case, you could take a step back and you could say, wait, I am a co-creator and so what does it mean to co-create? What does it mean to co-create with the divine? And so that's the idea of divine timing is to realize that you're never doing this on your own and that usually, 100% of the time, not usually, you are going to accomplish something far better, far more amazing, far more dreamy, more magical if you actually were to allow the divine to support you, right? If you were allowing, I mean... Like, my relationship with God is very powerful. If you have that, or the universe, whatever. Like, God is so powerful. The universe is so powerful, right? We are all built with a purpose. The way that things work in amazing harmony, it's incredible. Like, I remember I used to listen to, to Wayne Dyer, and he would talk about the monarch butterflies. And think about how big a butterfly is, right? So they've got their their big, paper-thin wings... And then they've got their little body. And so imagine how small the brain on a butterfly probably is. And so these monarch butterflies would travel something like, they'd migrate 3,000 miles each year. And so they would leave in the winter, come back in the summer. And I might not be quoting this story exactly based upon exactly how the science of it would go but the point is is still valid enough and the, the validity of the story is still here and so they would fly 3,000 miles from their summer destination to their winter destination and then the next year they would fly those same 3,000 miles back to the same tree on those paper-thin wings with that really small little brain. And so when you think or when you look around, and this would be a great opportunity to do that, and, you know, we live in the Rocky Mountains. I think awe in nature is an amazing way to do that. Maybe if you've ever had a child, you've birthed a child, been there for the birth of a child, that's awe-inspiring. That, like... That's the kind of thing, whether it's looking at nature and how amazing it is that nature works in harmony, or the birth of a child, or just something that is awe inspiring to you. And when you take a step back and you're like, that's magical. I can't believe how incredible that is. You ever see an absolutely stunning sunset, and you're just like, that is just so beautiful. It's awe inspiring. It's magic. It's incredible. That's the creator at work. That is the divine. That is just one of the most, you know, awe inspiring experiences. And so when you think about the fact that when you're manifesting, you are manifesting with a source that is able to create things that you look at or that you experience or that you appreciate that develop within you such an amazing sense of awe that make you take a step back and go that is just un- incredible that is here's the key unbelievable that is one of the coolest things that i have ever experienced i know for me the first time that i looked down at my my daughter the moment she was born yes i carried her in my belly yes i intentionally created that but the first time that you look down at that little face those 10 fingers those 10 toes you're humbled you're amazed you're inspired you're you're so in awe not only of what your body did and what your body created but also of the fact that there is this new living breathing human being with a heart and a mind and a soul all of its own and that is unbelievable that is incredible that is magic in the palm of your hands, in your arms, right? And so when you think about that from a manifestation perspective, some of you right now have goals and dreams and things that you want to accomplish that feel out of touch, out of reach, impossible, unbelievable. It's hard for you to believe them. So if you are going to co-create with something, whether it's God or universe or both, whatever, like right? But... Can you imagine having in tandem with your manifestation efforts a source that is able to supply outcomes that you look at and go, that is unbelievable? And so why is this so important to your own manifestations? Because in order to manifest something that you don't yet have or that seems impossible or feels out of reach, or sometimes we'll go to this place where we're like, kind of like what I was talking about at the beginning of just balancing a lot of things right now as a mom and just actually taking an honest, sincere step back within the time of chronos and, and chronological time and constraints and going, I don't know how. I am going to accomplish all of these things. And honestly, your dreams should feel overwhelming to you. They should feel really big to you. They should feel somewhat out of reach because if they don't, then you're not dreaming big enough. And so why you need to have divine timing as a part of your manifestation process is because those awe inspiring things, those impossible things, those unbelievable things, they are manifested between you and a co creator. And so, what you're doing when you're working with divine timing is you're welcoming in that co creator. And instead of going into those moments, which, listen, I've been there and sometimes I still struggle with this, just to be very, very transparent. But releasing that control and being in that place where even when it feels like everything isn't working out for you, in some cases, even when it feels like everything is actually working against you, how do you not go down that rabbit hole of fear and doubt and worry? How do you not go down that rabbit hole of needing to control every single solitary thing? How do you not go down that rabbit hole of giving up on the vision, right? After three years of trying to sell my condo, it definitely got to that point where I was like, I just want to quit. Like, what the hell? (laughs) Like, what the actual fuck right now? I don't, I feel stuck. I felt like a victim. I felt like it was like this thousand pound weight that was on my shoulders and I couldn't lift it and I couldn't let it go. And yet I was being positioned to stay there So that my life could be what it is now. And listen, those three years of stress and hardship, I wish, I wish I could go back and I could tell myself, this is all going to work out better than you could ever imagine possible. So girl, chill. How many of you need to tell yourselves right now to chill? To calm down. To trust in the process, right? To trust in the timing to trust that your awe and your unbelievable is coming, right? Because that's when you actually get to work with a creator that is more powerful than if you were just doing this on your own. So last but not least, how do we do this? How do we work with divine timing? So it's really... First of all, I go into all of this in my mindset one or three course, just so that you know it's all about intuition and trust and surrendering and releasing the how and really like how do you work with divine timing and how do you trust yourself fully and how do you listen to that voice of your intuition? A lot of people want to know how do I strengthen the voice of my intu intuition so that I can be led in a way that is really, really aligned and your intuition is gonna be one of your most powerful sources of all manifestation, right? Like everybody has a gut, everybody has an instinct and more of us would be better served if we tapped into it and we tuned into it. And so I teach all of this in my course if this is something that you wanna go really deep on because it's just one of the most important pieces for manifestation and like I said, that releasing that how and the learning how to surrender is the key. Like especially for somebody like myself where i told you and i still struggle with this sometimes it's it's hard right it's hard to to work with divine timing it really can be especially when it feels like you're going after this big purpose this big dream this big goal and everything seems to be working out against you so the thing with divine timing is it's actually not so much about how do you work with it right like Divine timing isn't by any stretch of the imagination something that you need to manipulate or like chronos time, that chronological time that you need to time block or that you need to control because you can't. Simply put, you cannot control divine timing. And that's what makes it so hard for, you know, like human beings like us that are so used to trying to control and manipulate and manipulate sounds like a negative word, but like structure our time in such a way where we use it as efficiently as possible to feel like we're fulfilling our full potential, to feel like we're fulfilling our purpose, to feel like we are moving on the trajectory that we need to be moving on toward our goals. Divine timing, you can't control that. <laughs> right like you can't control god you can't control the universe the universe and god work on their own timeline and so really what the biggest thing is when it comes to divine timing and utilizing it in your own life for your manifestation so that you can achieve those things that seem impossible those outcomes where you look at your life and it's almost like you have to tap yourself on the shoulder and be like is this really my life because this is unbelievable This is something I've been dreaming about. This is something that I have wanted for so long time and I just, I had no idea how, right? Like we get obsessed with that how, which is why in my course I talk about releasing the how, right? Because it doesn't have to always go by our logical linear process. And so the way to work with divine timing is to learn how to trust it. And to learn how to have a mindset of such trust, to learn how to trust yourself fully that you are going to receive the outcome that you want, to learn how to trust your manifestations completely, to learn how to trust God or universe. When, you know, you feel like everything's working out against you, you ever have a moment where you just look at God or you look at the universe and you're like, why? Like, why? Like, why are you doing this to me? Really? Right now? Like... Can't you just help me out here? You know, you you start to be a little shaky in your faith. You want to give up on that dream or that vision that was put on your heart because you you start to question, maybe it's not meant for me. You know, it's not happening how I thought it was going to happen. And so maybe, maybe it's just not meant for me. And what we need to learn how to do is to really trust the divine timing in our life, which is why I want you to go back and look at a moment where divine timing, like the story that I shared with you, has worked out. Go back and find several of those times where divine timing has worked out because I guarantee you, you have some. And the thing is, is the way that we become self-aware is we do the work to be aware of ourselves. And so you need to go back and you need to look at those patterns. And a lot of times it's like, The hard stuff in our life is when God or universe are really behind the scenes making magic happen. And yet we're so stuck in the this is hard and I don't like it and I want it to stop that we can't see that or we can't trust that. And that's where you have to really be willing and able and ready to do that work, to be in that place of trust. And like an affirmation that you can use is that everything always works out for me. The timing is always perfect. It is going to come. It is going to come in the right time. God is lining up the pieces for me right now better than I could ever imagine possible or that I could do on my own. The key though is when we do affirmations, our affirmations are a lot of times a a sneaky way to find out what are our limiting beliefs? What are the lies that we have? Do we actually believe that those affirmations are true and that those affirmations are even possible? Because we'll sit around all day and we'll tell ourselves lies. Like, I can't do that. That's not possible. It's not going to happen for me. I'm not good enough. Right. I guarantee you that you tell yourself plenty of lies in a given day. What an affirmation is, is it's just choosing to tell yourself a better lie. Right. So if you start telling yourself a better lie, the thing is, is you have to believe it. And if you don't believe it right away, sure, repeating it and repeating it. But let's figure out why. You don't believe it. And so that's the kind of stuff that's in my Mindset 101 course is like getting to the root and having a step by step process of how do you change a limiting belief, right? Because we all have programming, we all have these limiting beliefs, and I call them like weeds in a garden. And so if you want to change a limiting belief, have you ever pulled out a dandelion? You can't just rip off the top, the little yellow flower. you got to pull the whole damn weed out. And then there's that root infrastructure where it's like connected with all of its friends down there. So you got, you got to get all of it out. And that's when you start believing your new lie. That's when you start believing your affirmation, when you reprogram yourself to do that. And our emotions are a lot of times caught up in this, right? It's the emotional stories that we tell ourselves about how we're not strong enough or how... Um, It's going to be really hard or it's scary, right? Like I said, if if you're not scared or overwhelmed by your dreams, simply put, you're just not dreaming big enough. And so how then do we have the resilience and this is in mindset 102, how do we have the resilience and the fortitude in that inner discipline to keep going no matter what, because we believe and we trust so fully that divine timing is working out for us. And so the good news is you guys, for those of you who are like, I need help on all of those things, which I'm your girl because uh, believe me, I've needed help and I need to, I go back to my own course content because a lot of times I need my own help on this stuff. And it's like, okay, let's just go revisit this. Like you're trying to control everything or you're not trusting things or your limiting beliefs are coming up or like stand firm, be resilient, stand firm in the truth of what is possible for you. And so for those of you who are like, I need all these things. I just want to let you know that you can get my mindset 101, 102. and 103 course which covers all of this the limiting beliefs the emotional resistances right how to change those limiting beliefs how to actually create not just an affirmation but like an antidote statement where we get to the root and we completely change your belief system how do we be resilient how do we be disciplined how do we stand in the fortitude and the energy that it is going to happen and then like i was talking about how do we utilize divine timing how do we Trust. Like, how do we trust more in ourselves and in our intuition? Of course, when you work on the mindset of trust, not only are you going to have more trust in yourself and God to support you and the universe to support you, but you're going to have more trust in your own relationships. Right? You're going to be a more trusting person all around. Which, I mean, how how could? That served you wrong, right? You're going to know who to trust to, And I'm not talking about blindly trusting because that's what our intuition is here for. Your intuition's going to let you know, like, this is the path. This is the way. Trust this person. Do not trust this person. How many of you, because I certainly have, can look back and be like, knew I shouldn't have let that person in my life. Freaking knew it. <laughs> when you look back and it's like, if you had only listened to your intuition that I bet you would have avoided a lot of heartache been there right and so it's it's understanding all of that and so all of that comes just so that you know in a bundle and you save like 300 dollars when you purchase it all together versus if you were to purchase the courses one by one at each of their individual price points so it's just a savings for those of you who are like i want to go all in on this but divine timing is just one of the most important tools in your mindset in your manifestation wheelhouse and the sooner that you understand divine timing, the sooner that you begin to trust it, the sooner that you, in the moment of whatever you're facing or whatever you're dealing with right now, can work with divine timing in a better way, that's when you start to have those moments in your own manifestation. Like that example of looking at nature or holding your child for the first time, or just things that, you know, make you look around and go, this is unbelievable. This is just the most incredible experience in my life because that's what your manifestations get to be like. That's what your manifestations should be like. That's how your dreams should feel. And so it doesn't just happen in this chronological timeline, it also happens with divine timing. And so you have to learn how to make sure that divine timing is really working for you and working on your side and that you trust yourself to take the right steps. You trust yourself to take the aligned actions You have the right mindset, you have the fortitude, you have the discipline to keep going, you have the resilience because, listen, mindset and manifestation isn't about just sitting around and going, Kumbaya, I want the thing to come for me and now I'm gonna just think positively. No, you have to have the right mindset in alignment with the correct aligned actions. And so your intuition is always gonna tell you what the actions are that you have to take. And so how do you tune into that? How do you strengthen that? How do you trust that? These are some of the most important tools in your wheelhouse and the most important thing to remember is that they're all within you and every single one of us has an intuition. Every single one of us has access to and is impacted by divine timing. Ultimately, it all just depends on what are the relationships that we intentionally create with these things. What are the relationships that we intentionally create with our beliefs, with our emotions, with our inner discipline? With trust and faith and divine timing, with being a co-creator, right? If you're somebody who struggles with control, you're going to have a hard time surrendering. And a lot of you, because you're going to have a hard time surrendering, and you're going to have a hard time seeing how the pieces are all lining up for you, are probably going to take surrender to mean surrendering their entire vision, when that's not what it's about. And so this is what I teach you to do, and. This is what I want you to start thinking about now in your own life. How can you start really dancing with divine timing such that you look at life and you realize even when it feels like all the pieces are stacked against you, you see that they're actually being lined up for you. You're going to feel very different and you're going to manifest very different when you start thinking, acting, believing, trusting firmly in those things. Thank you so much for listening to the Stay Open to the Possibility podcast. If you loved what you heard today, make sure that you subscribe, share this with your friends. Leave a positive review for us. It helps more people to find our podcast. If you're interested in hearing more about our courses, visit www.meganmcavoymattea.com. And be sure to follow me on Instagram, meg underscore mcavoy underscore mattea. See you next time.